from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Please join us in this prayer of love to the Holy Family for the fourth week of Advent. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, in you we contemplate the splendor of true love. To you we turn with trust. Holy Family of Nazareth, grant that our families too may be places of communion and prayer, authentic schools of the gospel, and small domestic churches. Holy Family of Nazareth, may families never again experience violence, rejection, and division. May all who have been hurt or scandalized find ready comfort and healing. Holy Family of Nazareth, make us once more mindful of the sacredness and inviolability of the family and its beauty in God's plan. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, Graciously hear our prayer. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, the friendship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Welcome to the celebration of the daily televised Mass. I am Father Michael Coots. The televising of this Mass is made possible by a contribution from Jeanne, Alain, and family from Leduc, Alberta. She, the Mass is being offered in memory of her husband, Norman, for her sons, Denis and Roland, for her daughter, Pauline, and for all the deceased members of her family, for special intentions and in thanksgiving for the spiritual and moral support from this daily TV Mass. I know Leduc, Alberta, because there is Father Don Steen, the late Father Don Steen, who was the parish priest and a great friend of mine. On another note, we'd like to invite you and your family to join us on this Christmas Eve and Christmas Day for a special one-hour Mass celebrating the Nativity of our Lord. Please visit the Daily Televised Mass website for more information about our time for when our Christmas Mass will be broadcast according, across Canada. Our Community Christmas Mass will also be available on our website and YouTube channel on Christmas Eve. And so once again, our thanks to Jeanne Alain and her family. And as we begin this Eucharist, let us ask the Lord to forgive us. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. <clears throat> you are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, as we see how the nativity of your Son, according to flesh, draws near, we pray that to us, your unworthy servants, mercy may flow from the Word, who chose to become flesh of the Virgin Mary and establish among us his dwelling. Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, 
God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Malachi. Thus says the Lord to Israel, See, I am sending my messenger to prepare the way before me, and the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple. The messenger of the covenant in whom you delight, indeed, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts. But who can endure the day of his coming, and who can stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire, and like fuller's soap. He will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver, and he will purify the descendants of Levi, and refine them like gold and silver, until they present offerings to the Lord in righteousness. Then the offering of Judah and Jerusalem will be pleasing to the Lord, as in the days of old and as in former years. Lo, I will send you the prophet Elijah before the great and terrible day of the Lord comes. He will turn the hearts of parents to their children and the hearts of children to their parents, so that I will not come and strike the land with a curse. The word of the Lord.
The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to the Lord. Now the time came for Elizabeth to give birth, and she bore a son. Her neighbors and her relatives heard that the Lord had shown his great mercy to her, and they rejoiced with her. On the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child, and they were going to name him Zechariah after his father. But his mother said, No, he is to be called John. But they said to her, None of your relatives has this name. Then they began motioning to his father to find out what name he wanted to give him. He asked for a writing tablet and wrote, His name is John. And all of them were amazed. Immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue freed, and he began to speak, praising God. Fear came over all the neighbors, and all these things were talked about throughout the entire hill country of Judea. All who heard them pondered and said, What then will this child become? For indeed, the hand of the Lord was with him. The Gospel of the Lord. In our first reading, Malachi tells us, the Lord says, I am going to send a messenger before me to prepare the way. Prepare the way of the Lord. And in the Gospel, we hear who this messenger is going to be. We hear the narrative of the story of John. And everybody is astounded. What is this child going to be? In tomorrow's gospel, we will hear that answer in the canticle from Zechariah. And in the middle of that whole canticle, there's one line which says, addressing John himself, and you, my child, will go forth to prepare the way of the Lord. Here's our answer who this messenger is going to be. John was so very popular. And the reason for him being popular is exactly what Malachi says in our first reading. He'll be like a refiner's power. He challenged everybody. He challenged the scribes and the Pharisees. He challenged the Roman soldiers. He challenged the ordinary people. And he became so popular that when the scribes and Pharisees came to him and said, are you the Messiah? He could easily have cashed on in his, in his popularity. But being a true prophet, a prophet worth his salt, he says, no, I am not the Messiah. Not only that, I am not worthy to untie the thongs of the sandal. There is one who is coming after me who is even greater than me. He must increase and I must decrease. All different true signs of integrity, true signs of why Jesus would later say of John the Baptist, of all those born of women, there is none greater than John the Baptist. And what is the message? How was he going to prepare the way? We heard that in that beautiful gospel acclamation. Come, Emmanuel, presence of God among us, our King, our Judge. Save us, for you are our Lord and God. 
This is an antiphon, the very last of the seven O antiphons that we hear during this time, from the 17th of December till the 23rd of December. This is the antiphon that is said before the evening prayer of Vespers, or Vespers in our breviary, or more formally called the Office of Hours. But it is also used as a gospel acclamation from the 17th until today. Each one of those antiphons are a messianic title. They explain to us the work that Jesus would do among us. It began on the 17th with O Sapientia, O Wisdom. And wisdom was um, a symbol of the Word of God. The Word of God, the second person of the Blessed Trinity, that created the world. And St. Paul tells us, all the world that we have amongst us, nothing was created except through Jesus Christ. And so here we have, O Sapientia, O Wisdom. Now, if you want to read a better uh, story or a better explanation of, uh, of wisdom, go to Proverbs chapter 8. And it'll speak about wisdom as being a, a human being, a co-worker with God, dancing with God. It's sheer poetry. And it starts off from the beginning of creation and all these other titles of the O antiphons as we hear them during this season, during these last eight days, end up at the little town of Bethlehem. When we heard the antiphon of today, O come, O come, Emmanuel, God's presence amongst us, our King, our Judge, and our God. Our King, Jesus would explain throughout his whole life, I have come here to do the will of my Father. I have come here to proclaim on earth the kingdom of God in heaven, and may it be done here on earth. And therefore, rightly, Jesus is called the King in our antiphon today. He is not a king that will use nepotism and bribes and harshness, but a king that is caring, like a shepherd cares for his sheep. And the second title that we have over here is a judge. How many of us are really happy to be brought before a judge? Definitely not. It has fear in our hearts and we are worried. But not so with this judge. He is a judge that rules with compassion. He is a judge that finds excuses for our faults. He is a judge that is willing to forgive us. And so we call on the Savior and God to come and save us. So from the creation of the world to Bethlehem, we have all the other titles of Jesus. The Lord, the Dayspring, the Root of Jesse, the King of the Gentiles, and finally, O Emmanuel. Let us meditate. We've just got two more days. Meditate on these different titles. And may you and I enjoy all the blessings of the little child Jesus born in Bethlehem. God bless you all. Would you join me now as we pray together? We pray for all those in our daily televised Mass intention book, for those who are suffering at this time and for whom this Christmas season will be difficult because of a loss of a loved one. 
we pray to the Lord. We pray for all those who will find this Christmas difficult because of financial reasons, because they've lost their jobs, because of an estrangement between families. We pray to the Lord. For our sponsors, Jean, Alain, and family, and for all those who have been sponsoring in the daily televised Mass, that the Lord may bless them and answer their prayers, we pray to the Lord. O come, O come, Emmanuel, God's presence amongst us. Be our King, our Judge. You are our God who saves us. We make this prayer to you, our Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become for us our spiritual drink. Lord God, be pleased to accept these gifts that we offer to you with humble and with contrite hearts. Pray, my sisters, my brothers, that this our sacrifice be acceptable to you, to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice of your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and Let us pray. May this oblation by which divine worship in its fullness has been inaugurated for us be our perfect reconciliation with you, O Lord, that we may celebrate with minds made pure the nativity of our Redeemer. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For all the oracles of the prophets foretold him, the Virgin Mother longed for him with love beyond all telling. John the Baptist sang of his coming and proclaimed his presence when he came. It is by his gift that already we rejoice at the mystery of his nativity, so that we may find us watchful in prayer and exultant in his praise. And so with the angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as we acclaim.
You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, that they may become for us the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving you thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice. Once more giving thanks, he gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis our Pope, Thomas our Bishop, the bishops across Canada, and all the clergy and the entire people your Son has gained for you. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection. Remember Norman, remember Roland, remember Pauline, and all who have died in the light of your, uh, died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we now dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
Deliver us, Lord, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin, safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your Church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. And wherever you are, share with one another the sign of peace and friendship. <clears throat> Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body and blood of Christ bring us and all our dear ones unto life everlasting. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you, Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. Grant your peace, O Lord, to those you have nourished with these heavenly gifts, that we may be ready with lighted lamps to meet your dearly beloved Son at his coming, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. May I take this opportunity to wish you a happy and blessed Christmas. The Mass has been celebrated. Go now in the peace of Christ. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. <laughs> 